me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and atheist podcast that uh, is is going to boo Trump anytime that we can see him because apparently he can't go anywhere where there's a mass of people without getting fucking booed. So <laughs> anyway, uh, how are y'all doing out there in the great big wide world? Uh, are you keeping your sanity? Because uh, everything is coming at us at fucking light speed when it comes to news these days. Um, this is episode number 271. We're so glad to have you along for the ride. Joining me for this episode, uh, along with uh, Kyle Steenblake, is our good friend Joe Bacon. Welcome, sir. Uh, and I'm your host, as always. Hey, I, hey. I go by the name of X, only because my real name is is there. I mean, you take the X and you could figure it out if you know what Christmas is. But yeah, anyway, how are you guys doing this evening? How's everything going in your neck of the woods? Kyle, how's, how's things out there in Kaysville with that little fucking Nazi coming to one of the schools nearby? Yeah, oh uh, god, that thing. Oh. Um shit. <laughs> this um it's turning into a nice little local uh local shit local storm. Scandal, right? And oh sure. I yeah. saw the, I saw people like going, What's more scary than a Nazi? That think that's a good costume to wear to fucking kids to elementary school. What? I I mean right. I mean sure that's that's kinda scary, but uh I mean, well, no, it is it is terrifying, you know, the rise of fascism and everything, <laughs> but that's a little too real. And then there's people like hand washing it away, like, oh, maybe he's doing like a Jojo Rabbit costume. No, no, he was not. No, he really wasn't. <laughs> I mean, and one, uh, uh, you're he, not Taika Waititi, uh, so don't even <laughs> fucking pretend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you don't do satire uh, for Halloween costumes. <laughs> you, just, you just don't. They'd be like, I, I'm I, ironically wearing blackface. Like, no, no. dude. <laughs> You're still wearing blackface. Holy shit. Good job, Kaysville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, fucking... <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that this guy actually dressed as a Nazi. Yes, 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 kid. Did. This elementary yes. school kid. Yeah. Dressed as Hitler, mustache, haircut, uh-huh. yeah, brown yep. shirt, like everything. He had it, armband and everything. Yep. <laughs> I, I know uh, it's his computer that froze, but seriously, <laughs> I, I'm exactly sorry. right. <laughs> so that does beyond, not that does that, not compute, Will Robinson. That does Joe, not compute. That's got to be coming back pretty soon on the Netflix too, isn't it? I think it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, 
I think they said Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. That's a good show. Fucking Lost in Space is a good show on Netflix, folks. Hey, <laughs> that, that new version, yeah. I like that Dr. Smith is a evil lady. I like her. Ah, anyway, Joe, welcome back to the show. We haven't had you on in Hi. a couple of months. How, how you doing, man? Well, fella, today I saw fire and I saw rain. But the Reagan Library survived. And you and the kicker is, guess who's taking the credit for saving the Reagan Library? I'm gonna give you one Oh (laughs) no! All them prayers from all them people that were in the prayer chains to save it. Oh, they 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 prayed for the Reagan Library, but not everything else. Thanks, (laughs) people. Thanks, everybody. You got to remember, it's he is Saint Ronnie, you know, sitting there right next to Elvis in the big purple chair up in heaven. Well, thank you very much. Uh, he's got that's the one that has the giant fucking the Air Force One in it. Yeah, the there. Air Force One is in there. Yeah, fucking Reagan. Oh my god, that's. I mean, I w- I would say that's where our trouble started as a country, but that's not even that's like two hundred years off. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. Oh, uh, let's see what what happened with us this week. Uh, I had um, I had Halloween. I didn't get to attend any of that. We had our coldest winter or coldest day in October ever in this state. It was a whopping twelve fucking degrees, like on Tuesday. Froze my pumpkin solid. I didn't get to have any fun carving them up or anything. So, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what about yourself, man? Anything going on with you? No, no. I experienced just about the same things you did here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, perish the thought. <laughs> I know. It, it It got cold and uh, work happened. Yeah, cold work. And uh, I didn't really want to do much of anything else. Uh, shit. Has it really been that uneventful for of a week for me? I've beat my kids in every fucking Pokemon game. I'm not even like gone lightly on them <laughs> at all. So it's like dunking on a fucking like eight year old. It's it. It's kind of fun sometimes, guys. I mean, but it's one of those things where, like, unless you show them how to play properly, they're never going to learn. I, I'm sure the, the same thing goes for chess. I've tried play, letting them play that before, and they can't. They always think move after move after move after move instead of like trying to formulate a couple of moves ahead. You know, so card games are a, a lot of the same way. I'm not going to say they're anywhere near as close as chess, but because there's a lot of like chance and risk that comes with it, but. Anyway, I'm a fucking I, I used to play card games all the time. I used to hang out in comic book shops. I, I never read the comics, but I was the guy playing Warhammer and all the all the other card games that they had there. So that's uh, well, that's been my week is having fun dunking on kids and they're uh, they're off of school this next weekend. So we're going to be going to St. George. So heads up to everybody that's going to be looking for content next week. It's not going to happen. I'm, I'm actually going to not post shit on YouTube for a week. I'm going to let it just slide because I haven't had a break in four fucking years, guys. <laughs> I need to take a week off. <laughs> I think I'll allow myself this one time, especially with YouTube being kind of fucky with the algorithm, which is weird. Um, but anyway, I don't want to get into too much of the reads of business there. But uh, <sighs> Joe, any like I said, anything going on fun with you besides the fires and shit that you got going on out there? Oh, heck. I used to be able to telework at home, and now they said we can't telework. 
work no more, so I had to pack up my equipment. Now I got to get to the back of the office. And oh, there is one good thing. They actually let us hire two supervisors. So now we've got, we finally, finally are getting back to full strength there because it's a pain in the center when you're looking over over 150 employees and you have just yeah, two you. supervisors, two over 150 employees. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're finally, finally getting some help there. Yeah, and then they're going to move off to other jobs, just like they always fucking do. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, the woes of being a supervisor. I know exactly what you're going through. So, <laughs> oh, uh, you, you get somebody trained up, you get them into a position, and then all of a sudden, Sorry, I'm going to go work for this other group. So <laughs> you get fucked once They again. get picked up. They get picked up or they just. <sighs> yep. Yeah. So anyway, we've got a really good show we're going to get to for you guys. Uh, but first, uh, we're going to toss you off to that first toss off. I probably shouldn't say that. Oh, my God. The hammer pulled you off. We're going to go ahead and hand you off to the, the first little commercial break. And we'll be right back. This is the Utah Outcasts. And we'll Hi, see you later. I'm gone. And I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, alright, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but, uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not... Can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Luce. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't do not do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm going to kill his family. No, don't do not do that. I'm going to give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm going to kill all of his livestock. You know? just, oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm going to blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. You. Out. Fuck off, buddy. I was here first. Get the hell out of here now. You get out of here, fella. I'm trying to watch the Smurfs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You trying to watch the Smurfs? Yeah. Did you see the one where Papa Smurf took a crutch and smashed the shit out of a guy with a red hat? Did you see that one? You want to see that one? Coach Dave is back with us. <laughs> Kyle's face just says it all to me right here. He's just like, first of all, I'm fucking tired. And second of all, you bring up Coach Dave. Yeah. All right. Well, the, the title for this video just sold it to me. I have not watched one second of this. And I, most people are going to be like, well, I'm not surprised you guys don't normally watch all your shit. However, Coach Dobbenmeyer declares, quote, yes, I am homophobic. You're homophilic well, there, Dave. <laughs> glad that one's done. I have never met a straight man that cares more about what dicks are going into what assholes than Dave Dobbenmeyer. I mean, last time we talked about him, he was really honestly worried who had the top and the bottom position in Pete Buttigieg's house. You know who should worry about that, Dave? Pete. Pete and his partner should worry about that. Yes. 
You know who shouldn't worry about that? A Christian that <laughs> thinks that gays are evil. God damn it, man. <laughs> All right, so CoachDaveLive.com, 37 in the huddle that is on his goddamn show. Anyway, here we go. We don't make sodomy unthinkable, do we? Did he say sodomy? I thought he said sovereignty, but I could be wrong. It- he tried to say he tried to say sodomy. Let me rewind that. Maybe he tried to say salami. Salami's delicious. We don't make sodomy unthinkable, do we? It sounds like salami. <laughs> salami. <laughs> we don't think we don't make it unthinkable. Why? Because they've taught us the gospel of love. Now, for you guys that might freeze frame and notice where he's doing this kind of thing from. He's doing this in a fucking laundry room. There are two washing machines behind him in, in the video frame that we're seeing here. I don't know if he's in a ho- Okay, so it's a drop ceiling. So he's obviously doing this from a hotel room, a hotel somewhere where they have free washing machines, which is never. I don't see the coin operating slot on these, but I could be wrong. However, he's doing this in like in that little laundry folding area in the hotel room and in the, the hotel main area, like, like just right after this room, there's going to be the alcove where, where you get the ice. Right. His wife throw him out of the house again. That's what it sounds like. The gospel of love. And while we're following the gospel of love, we have a mayor butt plug who wants to be president of the United States and not a church that I know of has spoken out. Not Franklin Graham, not nobody has stood up and said, this man is not qualified to be president of the United States. Well, I mean, what are your qualifications for somebody to be the president? Because you're cool with Donald Trump being president, and is he qualified <laughs> for that job? Oh. Really, the, the qualifications for being president are, what, over 35? Over and, 35 and an American citizen. you know, And a natural oh. born citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just checking here, and it looks like Frankie does. Frankie looks like a little Frankie. Just don't think Mr. Pete can be can be president. He doesn't like him. He's ungodly according to fearless Frankie. There's somebody in your neighborhood that has like a car alarm going off. <laughs> swear to God, I keep hearing it. All right, here we go. Because he engages in deviant sex. Have you heard a man do that? Are you sure he does? I, I mean, mean, Coach Dave, I, I engage in deviant <laughs> sex as often as I fucking can. And that's not the liquor talking. I would say that to anybody. Is like, I mean, according to you Christians, a finger in the asshole is deviant oh, yeah. sex when you're tugging it. You know, it's like, yeah, according to you, squeezing a nipple while thinking of some other dude's body is deviant sex or something like that. It's just. Yeah. Unless you are having sex through a hole in a sheet in missionary position only, and I'm not talking about that cool missionary position where the lady's the one on top, which exists, guys. There's good porn about that out there. You should go mm-hmm. check that out. Mm-hmm. Reverse missionary is pretty fucking neat looking. Anyway, okay. I'm just saying, if you're going to let Coach Dave be your arbiter of what is deviant or not, it's going to be a very vanilla fucking world for you. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah going to be vanilla christ mm-hmm. jesus yeah right. his his jesus is as white as it could possibly be you know right. colorblind and has red hair so yeah right but yeah, you know by all means by, by all means 50 inch chest mr Lincoln. 
By all means, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that uh, I don't think that Pete Buttigieg has has gone into any detail about what kind of his, sex. Yeah, how I, he and his partner fuck. You know. Yeah, or or if they even do. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's just an assumption you're making. Yeah. Just because they're married doesn't mean it's. I'm. I mean. Yeah. Ask Bill and Hillary about that. You know. Yeah. Just because yeah. they're married yeah. doesn't mean they fuck. You know. That's not to say that you know there's not other married couples out there that live a celibate way of living life. I mean, I'm not one to judge, but this guy certainly this fuck is. Anyway, <laughs> other than me, and what happened? Oh. Do you think they? Do you think they uh, printed this October twenty third, two thousand and nineteen, just because they were looking for some news, or do you think suppose they were setting me up? No, yeah, the, the media yeah. exists to set up Coach Fucking Dave Dobbenmeyer. Yeah. Oh my God, these people sure. are fucking insane. Yeah. You yeah. read the news. You read it out loud. You're the one talking about it, Dave. It's like. Wait, maybe they're doing this to set me up. Shit, I shouldn't have said the things that I just said. Hey, Dave, I, you could have like hit stop yeah. recording or stop streaming and been like, shit, I need to get rid of that. Remember, I can, Dave, I can do that kind of thing. But Remember, Dave, iMovie is your friend. <laughs> he would not be a Mac user. He he doesn't. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's true. Yeah, that's he, true. He's, he wouldn't even no, be a Linux are you, user. Are you kidding me? This guy is totally a Mac user. No, he's Windows XP. No, wait, he's Windows. <laughs> oh, he's no, Windows Chromebook. Vista. That's what he. he no, no, hang on. Windows Millennium Edition. There you go. That's what he's still using. No, he doesn't have <laughs> enough fucking balls to use Chromebooks. He's like, I can't possibly use anything that's not a Windows kernel. No, you can't. No, this is the guy that like has all sorts of cookies that are tracking all the fucking gay porn that he watches. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he's got an Adam for Adam profile or maybe a This Grindr is the guy that thinks that like a You Boy. say that you say that like not everybody has one of those. That's perfectly normal. It's perfectly normal. That's how I I'm socially sorry. network, thank you very much. <laughs> no, I I'm just on Tinder and I keep getting hit up by all these Russian women. I had somebody call me a stud. A trans woman called me stud the other day, and I'm like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> no, I have all these Russian women who claim to be in Los Angeles only a mile away that want to go out on a date. I mean, that's, you are way to get green card. I will get green card and show you power of my pussy. <laughs> I just want to have drinks and socialize a little bit, ladies. Yeah, I mean, I you know, hey, you know. Just, First just, base. Let's let's start there. <laughs> just, just, just. Oh boy, something's going on here. All right, we'll, we'll play some more, Coach. <laughs> hmm? You know what's going on? No, I don't. Do you know that I've had two <laughs> flat tires? My daughter's had two flat tires because you're an asshole. They take these little things and they they uh, throw these. I don't even know the little curly things. They throw them down the end of duck dicks. I mean, what do we? Uh, you want curly thing? Wait, 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 wait a second. He's blaming his flat tires on Pete, on Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete and all the homos that's, that seem in, to think he, he's okay. In a, in, a, in a roundabout sort of way. Is that why you're in a hotel room right now? Yeah. Our driveway. Down by the mailbox. Down by the old... Yeah. So, Coach, you're being targeted? 
Well, I'm a I'm a hate monger. Yeah. Well, oh, he well, said yeah, it, not I'll, us. I, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, if a jock strap fits, put it on, Coach Dave. <laughs> Except Dave needs to wear it like around his belly button to make it actually snug. So I mean, and stuck a sock in it. <laughs> yeah, we're questioning your manhood. Fucking come at us. A homophobe, whatever that means. Means that you're un. <laughs> okay, deep breath. Six beers working through me. I must work through the power of alcohol here. Uh, it, it means I'm ready it to means, wait yeah. the white flag at surrender. It doesn't it me- mean that you are scared of gay people. I mean, it kind of does, but it means that you have an irrational fear of all things homosexual. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Hey. But this is the same guy that would watch Lady Scissoring. I was going to say, he's going to watch Scissoring videos all fucking day long, but... Well, yeah, because those are, you know... Neat. Because women are pretty. (laughs) But when he he dares to watch some barebacking videos, he's going to be like, no, this is deviant. I can't possibly watch this for another hour. Yeah, for another another hour? You mean another (laughs) ten minutes? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I got to research. Got to research. Dave yeah. needs 30 seconds and then a refractory period yeah. of three days. Yeah, so. 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like I'm afraid of homosexuality. <laughs> no, I'm afraid of what homosexuality will do to our children and to this nation. And well, me. there you go. And mm-hmm. me, because no, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it. No, I don't want any of this loving that you're going to give me. No, please stop. Don't. Don't put it in my butt. No. Yeah. And he's doing the dingle, dangle, dingle when he's thinking about that. (laughs) Coach Dave is just so one of those guys that, like, comes into the sauna just bare fucking naked. Not wearing a towel like you're supposed to. Just bare fucking naked. Just sitting there. He's like, we got a problem with this? What are you, gay? What are you, gay? What? You have a problem with me sitting around in my... Do you want to fuck? No, I don't want to fuck you. No, he's one of those guys where he's obviously way too comfortable standing around in the locker room, but fucking naked. And most guys know exactly what I'm talking about when you're talking about the guys that are way too fucking comfortable having their balls hanging out in mixed company. You're cruising. You're fucking cruising, Dave. That's what you're doing at the gym. If you go to the gym. I don't know. Why aren't you afraid of that? Why aren't you homophobic? Because I don't care what other people do with their yeah, naughty bits. Look, 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 what two people do is none of my business. Right. Why don't we wear it proudly and say, yes, I am homophobic? Because it's not something you should honestly be proud yeah, of. That's, that's not something you should be proud of. I'm proud of my irrational fears. Hooray. Like, you don't see me wearing a shirt that goes like, I'm afraid of heights. Fuck you. You know? Though that would be a funny shirt. <laughs> but that's not hurting anybody. You know? I mean, that would, that would only be funny if you were, you know, six inches shorter. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's funny being a six foot two guy and being afraid of heights. It's like, oh, God, I'm going to fall everywhere. <laughs> afraid of what homosexuality is going to do to our society to our children and to our culture. It has nothing to do with the individual homo. I ain't got nothing wrong with the individual homo. And he has a laundry off balance behind him. <laughs> yeah. I bet you he probably listens to Liberace records. 
I have no problem with the individual homo is what he said there. It's like, I don't know. You're kind of against Pete Buttigieg yeah, there. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> right. No, no. He doesn't have a problem with the individual. It, it's just, it's just all of them. Just, it's, it's icky. Ew. <laughs> with the promotion of homosexuality to our children. What the? Damn, I can't listen saying? to it anymore. I what can't listen. What is he doing? Is he kicking the is he kicking the washing machine there? No, the wa- the double washing machine and dryer units behind him. One of them is obviously getting off fucking load or off center or whatever the fuck it is, and it's like making all sorts of additional noise. Or somebody put their shoes in the fucking washing machine is smacking against like the acrylic front of the thing. It has nothing to. I couldn't think of a worst place except for maybe a hangar. The airplanes take off and leave from all the fucking time to record your fucking audio from, except for a fucking laundry room. Are you kidding me, man? I don't know. I'm going to record at Grand Central Station because it's so quiet in there. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I mean, whoever he was sharing the room with at the at that hotel yeah. probably yeah. probably probably kicked him out. Ted, I'll be back in a minute. You know, uh, I'll bring I'll bring some more meth with me when I come back. <laughs> That's a deep cut reference, there, guys. You might need to look that one up. Ted Ted Haggard. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. What if my legendary acting ability didn't rise from the grave with me? I'd better test it with a dramatic. Is he all right? Pause! Thomas Alexander, uh, 66 years old, was hunting near the Ozark Mountains when he shot a buck and watched it collapse. That now, tends you, to happen. Yeah, you, you might be wondering, where, where are we going with this, X? I mean, I mean... I'm down for what I, I trust you, X. I, I believe that you're going to lead us down a a wonderful path here. But yeah. so the story that I have here is a story of a hunter who got his just desserts. And you might be wondering, well, how the fuck can you say this? But we'll get there. Hang on a sec. Assuming that the animal was dead, Mr. Alexander went to check on the body, at which point the deer stood back up and attacked him. And he managed to call his wife, who rang the emergency services, but he was declared dead later in a hospital. So the deer that he shot got up and gored him to death. And all he managed to do was get out like an emergency call to his wife. So the guy who was hunting became the hunted. And for some reason, people are kind of upset about that. I mean. That doesn't sound like something Michael Cimino would film. Keith Stevens from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, and this has a special note for me because Arkansas is the ancestral homeland of the the X-Clan, said that, told local media that Alexander's death was one of the strangest things that's happened in his 20-year career. It's almost like the deer played dead and then wait for the guy to get closer and he's like, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to (laughs) stab you with these knife knife bones hanging at the fucking top of my head. I'm going to kill your ass. So, Sorry, I went a little bit intense there. So <laughs> I I don't know how long he left the deer here, deer there, but he went up to check to make sure that it was dead, Mr. Stevens said, and evidently it wasn't. 
He also told the BBC that paramedics had tried to take him to a hospital in an air ambulance, but unfortunately, he stopped breathing before they could get in the helicopter, so he couldn't be airlifted due to efforts at CPR. So the he added that there would have been a post-mortem examination to determine the exact cause of death, but the hospital did note that he had several puncture wounds. <laughs> so uh, the commission has been searching for the wounded animal. And if they haven't found it yet, that tells me that he got away with the perfect, <laughs> perfect murder. <laughs> it's like we were talking about with the deer that takes its hooves off and decides he's going to have hands underneath there. Instead of using the knife antlers that he has, he actually stabbed the guy with a fucking knife. <laughs> the deer reached in. He's like, mm, mm, I'm gonna We're fucking the stab you. <laughs> and the animal are playing. Well, I mean, has, has this guy, 66 years old, you would think that he would understand that either a, a cornered, hurt, or dying animal is at its most dangerous. Uh-huh. So you would probably just stick back a little bit and make sure that it was not breathing at that point uh, before yeah. you go up to the animal that weighs more than you that has mm-hmm. knife points on its fucking head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you're forgetting one major detail. Arkansas. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I mean, look, western Pennsylvania, every boy does two things. Football and the deer hunt. And yes, I went deer hunting one year with my dad. And yeah, we went there. We were going all through the forest and we were tracking and we had the guns and we had our orange vests on. And we went from dusk till dawn and, you know, couldn't find a deer. So we get in the car, come on home, driving down the road. Sure enough, Mr. Deer's there on the road a little too late. And dad kills him with the car. Dad has to take him over to the ranger shack to uh, record the death and the rangers all laughed at that that's the last time we went deer hunting <laughs> last time i went deer hunting with my dad is that he used my shoulder as his prop for his gun and he didn't tell me he was about to shoot and so the barrel going off right next to my head i still have some i believe i got some hearing loss from that a long time ago so and the the fucked up thing is that he missed so <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks for fucking up my hearing. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level, where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Why is it, when something happens, it is always you three? Believe me, Professor, I've been asking myself the same question for six years. So, Brendan Dilly, you know, the personal trainer, Trump-loving, I I don't know what else to call this guy. I mean, 
He's 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 got a wreath behind him in this video that says, "Thank you for President Trump," and it's like his like Thanksgiving wreath where he's thanking President Trump. It's like, do you really want to thank dear leader for all of that there, Brendan? And he's wearing a hat where it's like Trump twenty twenty elect that mf'er again is what his hat says and just uh you know what i'm just gonna let him speak for himself because he does enough and it would help if i actually had thing playing unmute there there we go i have news for you you better start developing a stomach for death because you're about to see a whole shit ton of it publicly with a lot of what is going on right now oh, i mean so are you going to be first are you volunteering there Dil brendan i mean Yes, yeah, you're talking about the Republicans, and they 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 just might be in a little trouble. I mean, are oh, we talking about man. Minecraft? Because yeah, I yeah, no, he's talking about video games. He's talking about video games because I would video love games. to see right. Brendan Dilly get his head head blown off in Minecraft. That's not something you can do in Minecraft. You could throw snowballs at the guy, but oh, in Call of Duty, I would love nothing more to see him <laughs> riddled with bullets in in Call of Duty. There we go. You do, you can't escape it. The crimes that they have been committed against the United States of America are punishable by death. Which oh, ones so those? no, he is talking yeah. about the Republicans. Okay. Republicans, so treason. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I mean, we still are effectively at war with Russia. I mean, <laughs> nothing's been declared, but they are a hostile nation towards us. And it's amazing that even some of our allies have become uh, hostile towards us, you know? turkey <laughs> yeah amazing yeah. and i and i fucking firmly believe that should this justice department do their job to the fullest extent of the law boy i would love <laughs> to see bill barr actually yeah. do his fucking job instead of acting like trump's personal attorney that'd be really great yeah yeah, yeah he's be. not gonna do that uh-uh no. i mean he let the the people that were indicted underneath the reagan iran contra conspiracy off the fucking hook. Yep. That's enough. <clears throat> Younger people, go look up the fucking Iran, like, Contra scandal that happened. Yeah. And realize that so there should have been some people that were fucking swinging by the yard arm that weren't. Yeah. 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 Take take a look at what they did with, um, oh, the guy that wrote Dark Secret. The um, character in them. Who was portrayed in the movie Kill the Messenger? I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah, you got me on that one. That's beyond my age. Uh, I was a, I was a little yeah, kid. Yeah, I, I the can't remember. Movie. I can't remember his name either. So we'll just call him Jim, Jeremy Renner for now. <laughs> oh, Jeremy Renner! Come on, man. Why you got to abuse people? I like you as Hawkeye. Why do you got to <laughs> be that guy? Come on, man. You will have to deal with and cope with more and more people being put to death as a result of their crimes. But what crimes, though? I mean, he doesn't ever explain this to us. He, he just goes ranty, 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 angry, angry, angry. Holy shit, I'm mad at everybody. I'm going to wear a hat that makes me look like a fucking idiot. Rant, 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 yell, 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 angry, angry, angry. No well, substance at all. Like, like I, I hate reaction videos. Or just reactions from anybody where they don't have any substance at all. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing to it. Like, And that's kind of the thing that we do on the show all the time is that we'll play somebody's horrible audio and go like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, 
It just sounds like this guy's right. just mad. He's just right. angry and mad and hitching his wagon to whatever the fuck he can to raise his star. Right. And it might sound like to some that we are selectively mm-hmm. uh, clipping the, the audio here um, or their video, uh, but we're not. I'm pausing in between his little talking bits there. I put on every single one of the videos that we do this reaction stuff to, or every one of the audio bits that you guys might be listening to at home on your audio players, I put a link to every single one of these that you guys may be able to go out and see that I have uneditedly reacted to stuff point by point that we talk about here. If he leaves a pregnant pause, I'm going to also do the same thing. Pause and be like, okay, let's talk about this real quick. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, by the way, it was Dark Alliance. It was Gary Webb who was the guy that exposed Contra Cocaine. That's who it was. Yeah, There you go. I'm not wishing for it. I'm telling you what I personally am witnessing. This is what we seem to be being led to. Develop a stomach for it. Develop a will for it. You want to save your fucking country? This is what it's going to take. It's going to take you having the stomach and the spine and the fucking testicular fortitude. Oh, that's rich. Okay, so I need like a six pack and some testicular patches. Huh? Yeah, you need Probably. truck nuts on your Prius. That's what you're going to need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on your Prius and hope somebody doesn't burn coal in front of you. Uh, that would... God damn it, we need to make Prius truck nuts is something we could buy on the merch store. God, that'd be great. <laughs> but, like, have them, be, have them be especially tiny. You know, just normal size nuts. Not like big nuts that you put on there. Just No, no, they need to be extra large so they actually drag on the ground. <laughs> yeah, we need these kind of nuts, huh, guys? <laughs> just Prius nuts where they're just constantly trailing behind. But they've got, like, a skid plate attached to the bottom of it so it picks up sparks. The fucking entire time that you're going along, not sellable in California because I don't want to start more yeah. fucking fires. <laughs> <laughs> to support the president of the United States and the Department of Justice firmly imposing the law of the land, regardless of who it is, regardless of gender, regardless of age, regardless of political class, regardless of financial standing, regardless of all the other good shit they might have done. You guys ever get the feeling like when somebody says the same word too many times that it loses meaning to you? A little well, bit. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I know. I um, mean, at least I he's wonder. saying, at least he's saying regardless and not irregardless because the, this I, is this is true. <laughs> but I, but he still could be talking about the Republicans. Except he did mention doing good stuff, so. Yeah. Oh. Well, his idea of doing good stuff was probably hanging Obama in effigy. Well, Fuck I'm, the I'm, poor. I'm know, sure. That's, yeah. That's his idea of good. It's my belief that in order to save the republic, you must accept the fact that we are a nation of laws. We are governed by those laws, and they will not be fucking broken and allowed to be broken just because you're older or a woman or gay or anything else. I'm actually in agreement with him on this one. Right. You know, that's or, amazing. Uh, right. Or, or if you're the president or of the, the president. United States. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Impeach the motherfucker. Impeach right? the motherfucker. Then bring his ass to a real criminal trial. How about that? Yeah. Let yeah. the New York attorney general just get her hands on yeah, him. Yeah. Moving to Florida. Him. Moving to Florida is not going to save you from that, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And- 
And he did like a mic drop. People in the chat are like, Dilly, you're sick. Hey, you're morbid. Hey, I'm not trying to be too morbid. Just letting you know, like, that's the truth. You got no choice. What are you going to do? 70% of millennials, according to a recent study, think that they'll end up voting for a socialist at some point. Oh, so we get to the final fucking point here. We get to the point here. He's talking about people that support socialism in this country are anti-American and therefore need to be put to death. I'm sorry. I thought having a political party was legal in this country. You know, having a ideal ideology that's different from yours was a legal thing in this country. Yeah, except back in the 40s when there was a certain thing called the Communist Party. And that was banned. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about the blacklist here. Oh, that's not a thing that happened. No, oh, there no. was no blacklist. No, that's nope. why we haven't gotten above yeah. 10,000 subscribers on YouTube in the last five fucking years is because we're on some sort of YouTube blacklist. No, or, or our content sucks. I mean, yeah. one or the other. But <laughs> Yeah, and report about the blacklist. Right. 70%. How do you turn that number around, America? You make it 80% or yeah. 100% <laughs> where everybody's like... No, no hey, be like you- Trump and make it 110%. Or, you know, say something about like a dog, you know, we're voting for a socialist like a dog or, you know, Beto O'Rourke jumped out of the fucking campaign like a dog and then fucking Al Baghdadi died like a dog. It's like if you use the term one too many times there, sir, it does not mean anything anymore. God damn it. How do you make sure that that's not real? How do you push back? How do you get that 70 down to 30? Uh. I know you don't mass murder them. How about that hey, one? Hey, how about you feet. battle their ideas head to head and hey. you have the better idea? How about hey. that? No, be like Roddy Piper and put these special glasses on. <laughs> he went to a they live joke. That's going to reach about 15% of our audience. <laughs> but the ones that matter got that one. So thank you right. very much. The, the 15% that get it. Those are the, those are the real heroes. You guys are the heroes. You know, most of you are probably patrons by now, too. So. <laughs> please, please be a patron. <laughs> you get to hang out with Joe. Or 40. You prosecute criminals. You prosecute the people spreading communist propaganda. Which is legal in this country. Yeah. As mm-hmm. long as you're not talking about bringing down the government, you're, you're pretty much okay. Right. Which, I mean, you're getting kind of close to... Close to sedition, but not quite. You know, like, well, I'm talking about changing people's minds, not their... Right, (laughs) changing their minds with bullets in video games. Yes. Yeah, or Fox News, which I prefer to call 19th century Fox. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Oh, thank you, Mr. Skeletor. You saved us. You really are wonderful. Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful. So, a fight in Florida between two brothers 
fueled by alcohol, led to the firing of gunshots and one of the men getting arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. So, you might be asking yourselves, what what caused this fight? The Bible. (laughs) So, this is the quote from the article here. When deputies first arrived on the scene, uh, Michael, Dean's brother, told them that they drank several alcoholic beverages on the front porch and were in a heated debate about the Bible, the affidavit said. And then the brother then told deputies that Dean had choked him, but he broke out of it and a fight started. And when the short fight ended, Dean walked off the porch, stood in the front yard, and pulled out a handgun, according to the affidavit. Uh, Dean told his brother to leave the residence, and he told them that if he stepped off the porch, he would kill him. So how is he supposed to leave your house if you're telling him if he steps down his porch? I don't get it. Well, that sure throws out the stand your ground thing, doesn't it? But I, I just wonder, what part of the Bible would lead to this? The dirty part. Uh, you would think, but I mean, were they talking about the merits and the the issues of onanism, or are we talking about Lot and his daughters? Are we talking about, uh, you know, the thousands of foreskins that were cut off and brought to God? Or bet you was the Song of Solomon one of those dirty parts there? Or could it possibly have been, you know, the parts of Timothy where he's like saying, or no, Matthew where he tells people to like pray in private or something like no. Couldn't be anything like that. Um, no. Arguments about the Ark and whether everybody died or nobody died. Are, are they talking about where did, you know, is one of them an atheist and he's trying to say, well, where the hell did uh, uh, Cain go into a town if they were the only people that were around mm-hmm. along with Adam and Eve? I mean, mm-hmm. how the fuck did the plants exist before the sun did? I mean, there's lots of things that it could possibly be. But I guess we'll mm-hmm. never know. So, thankfully, nobody was hurt, but the uh, WCTV article about this incident fails to answer the most obvious question about the fight, says Hammett Meta here. says, what the hell were they arguing about? That's what we're going for here, Hammett. I don't know what the fuck they're fighting about. Contradictions between Genesis 1 and 2? The the way the Gospels contradict each other? You know, the four Gospels that are Mm -hmm. supposed to... Everything's supposed to line up nicely, but they're trying to say that the fact Mm -hmm. that they don't line up nicely means that they're more real. I, I I don't understand that. Or how about the fact that everybody at the Last Supper was seated on the same side of the table? That's him. That's a bit off there because that that's uh that's how the painting was depicted. I don't think they were actually sitting like that. But ha- what the fuck do I know? I don't care, and I don't think there actually was a Last Supper. So there. How about that? Yeah. Well, now I yeah. mean, come on. That's how they had to pose for the picture. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how else yeah. are you going to get the Polaroid dig? Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, I mean, we've all, <laughs> we've all been at that dinner. Okay, everybody come over here for a picture. Everybody sighs and rolls their eyes, and they're like, happy birthday to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I hate mm-hmm. this fucking thing. At least it's free. They're paying for it. Mathias, son of Deuteronomy of Gath? Well, I say yes. 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 You have been found guilty by the elders of the town of uttering the name of our Lord. And so, as a blasphemer, you are to be stoned to death. Look, I 
I've had a lovely supper, and all I said to my wife was, that piece of halibut was good enough for Jehovah. That's for me! He said it again! Did you hear him? Jim Baker is back, and this is a kind of a twofer for everybody that's out there in our uh, the Utah Outcast world. We have Jim Baker mm-hmm. and Rick Joyner at the same oh, time. Shit. <laughs> okay. Now Rick manages to mm-hmm. take off his sunglasses and not look as fucking disheveled as he normally. Is. I mean, he looks pretty bad because he's one of those boomer guys that's got a fucking suit coat on over like a button up shirt that doesn't really look so right but they've also got the fucking huge glasses case in his fucking pocket and so it's just is this iphone in the other pocket probably <laughs> you know that that's where i store my smartphone in my front pockets of my shirt because it's just easier for me to grab it from there i mean if i have to reach down and go to my waist and grab it you know that's too close to my dick i can't possibly do that kind of thing uh it's just really too fucking hard anyway jim baker and this guy here we go <laughs> There's such a hatred towards the church, towards the gospel, towards the Christians. It, 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 it's like it, it, right now they're, they're voting in so many sections and so many cities about w- what we can and cannot do. They're saying, Christians, you just got to shut up and you know, suck it up and just do what we said to do, even though it's against the Bible. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are you surprised about this, Jim? I mean, <laughs> you guys have had hundreds uh-huh. of years of having your Bible being the fucking law of the land. Now everybody else is going, like I say on the show all the time, fuck your book. That's not how we live our lives anymore. We're going to make everybody have equality. We're going to treat everybody the same. We're going to have empathy towards people that are not in the same situation as everybody else. You know, we're actually going to take care of the poor. Like, you know, that guy that you follow in your religion. What's his name again? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that Jesus is guy. in mind, Rand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're Jesus is John Galt. Their Bible is Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. Oh, man. And so seriously, fuck your book. Fuck your book. Fuck that book. Yeah, fuck especially. your book. That's what I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because, you know, Ayn Rand happened to live out the last of her days on state assistance. Yeah, uh, yeah the very, the very mm. Medicare and Social Security that she thought was slavery. Yeah, you know, the thing that she claimed was bad is something she used and she actually said, if not for these services, yep. <laughs> I'd be dead. Hey, how about that? Well, she had been, <laughs> yeah, but she had been brain dead for years thanks to all the amphetamines she ate. but yeah 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 we are telling you christians to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up because guess what we're not a christian nation and we're not going to be beholden to your fucking stupid laws and customs anymore if people want to fuck whoever they want to fuck we're not going to be like but the bible says no no we don't care anymore because it's just fucking nobody cares Mm -hmm. unless you're the person getting fucked or the fucky you know it's like yeah Mind your own goddamn business, Jim. <laughs> yeah, be like Jimmy Swagger. <laughs> Masterclass in fucking manipulation, that guy. And then who was the Ted Haggard? Was the other one? Ted, <laughs> yeah, the Chris, yeah, was. yeah, Ted ha- Ted Haggard, the Crystal Methodist. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where they got that band name from. Okay, I got it. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
And so there's such a division. But this is important, too. You know why there's such an assault on the church? Why? I don't know, guys. Why? Why is there such an assault on why? the church? Why? Yeah. Uh, probably because you've been bashing us over the head with your stupid fucking book for, like, my entire life. And if you're not living up to the standards that are impossible to live by. I wonder how hmm. Dr. Tiller's family feels about Christian oppression. <laughs> oh, don't ask the hard questions. I hate it when they set themselves up with these hypothetical questions. They're like, you know what I, you know what the real problem is with gays? It's like, like no, nothing, man. What, what? Why are you setting up a fucking dumb question that nobody's asking? <laughs> Maybe it's because something's in Mister Closet, boys and girls. <laughs> and if Felicia was here, she'd be playing our best sympathies against us. Be like, no, we're not trying to say that everybody that's anti-gay is actually gay. Just happens to be the case when with most Christians half the time. But anyway. We're reaping what we've sung. Mm. Huh. Huh. Hey. Uh, hey. Well, uh, I, not, I honestly yeah. did not expect no that. Shit. <laughs> No shaving cream, Sherlock. <laughs> Too bad. You've already let that cat out of the, the <laughs> shitty cat out of the back there, Joe. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So, but let's, let's hear, let's hear how it's not their fault. Right. Oh. Wow. That's good. Okay. You know, uh, this is something, this wasn't a poll. It was a study. Mm-hmm. Worldwide study. And you know what the conclusion was? America is now the most negative country on the face of the earth oh my um could you uh, say that harder with more of an unt in it next time yeah <laughs> cunt country i mean yes we are a country we're, <laughs> we're the most negative country in the world hmm. well you know hmm. i i wonder if they think russia is the most positive country in the world you know most negative country in the world I, I don't. I, I don't really even know how to qualify that. Yeah, I mean, what do I mean? Okay, obviously he doesn't cite a study. There's no documentation for what he said here. It's just like we're the most negative country. Okay. How? I mean, isn't this the the country of the American dream where everybody thinks that there's some somehow just temporarily like embarrassed billionaires where we don't have our money and everybody's still dreaming and hoping that they're going to be rich one day in this country even though the rules kind of state against them that's not going to happen yeah, but they're convinced they're going to get the next powerball and but we're negative million jackpot negative negative countries don't actually buy powerball tickets and stuff they're like what's the point there's no reason <laughs> for me negative country screams out eeyore but i mean yeah, negative country where everybody's like Mr. Snuffleupagus. I don't know, Bert. Uh, not Bert. Uh, Big Bird. <laughs> oh, what's How did that happen? We used to be the most positive. Right. We're now the most negative concerned to these parameters. Mm -hmm. And I believe that started in the church. What we release in the spiritual realm gets released yeah. on the earth. Right. And my planeswalker taps three green mana and attacks you with uh you know uh shit i i was gonna make with magic the gathering joke but i couldn't even do that because i never played green i played black so my plague rats <laughs> hit you for three three trample damage and i know there's gonna be some nerd out there be like 
Actually, plague rats can't actually do trample damage. Fuck you. Come on. Well, so they can if there are enough of them. If you play the well, right enchantment is. on them, maybe, but... You know. <laughs> he is right about the church's letting this shaving cream out. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's amazing. The more shitty you are to other people and holier than thou, holier than thou you act, the more negative they react towards you. Mm-hmm. It's like them hitting you with the... It's the meme of, like, the Christian hitting the atheist with the cross, saying, like, how dare you, you sinful blasphemer, and then the atheist is breaking, and he's like, whoa, 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 hang on there, buddy. And like, come on, guys. <laughs> Why are Christians so quick to condemn, to believe the bad reports? When we're supposed... Doesn't First Corinthians 13 and other places, mm -hmm. our default should always be to believe, to hope, Love. To right. see the best in people, not the worst. Right. We have been some of the worst in condemning people that, that do make mistakes and all, but carrying it to incredible extremes. Jim, you were, you know what happened to you. What yeah. did the church? Right. Yeah. And this is. <laughs> well, uh, you know. I mean, yeah. you what, know, what you, did... you, you attempted to rape Jessica Hahn and yeah. you went to prison for bilking people out of money. Yeah. 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 What what, and, what was the church quick to do? Oh, I don't know. Probably distance themselves from you because you're not profitable anymore. Well, you remember Jerry Falwell mm. did the hostile takeover of PTL. You know. Mm -hmm. right. Now, wasn't uh, Jim Baker's the 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 what was it? Not Graceland. What the fuck Heritage was USA. Heritage was that the one that had the water park and everything too? Yeah, it had the yeah. water park. Yeah, and, and now he was he was overselling timeshares. Yeah. Versus what he actually had available on site. Yeah. So, yep. In other words, he yeah. never watched. He never watched Mel Brooks, the producers, with zero and um, twenty-five thousand <laughs> percent is springtime for Hitler. But the Fuhrer was an excellent dancer. <laughs> We're reaping what we sown. I tell you, we've got to repent. That's why judgment begins with the household of God. Yeah. That doesn't mean we overlook sin. Right. No, but we handle it properly according to the biblical procedure jurisprudence right. that is clear in scripture mm -hmm. and it's laid out for so that we don't become stumbling blocks in accusing one another oh i don't know stone people that, yeah that's okay. jurisprudence <laughs> hey pulpit pimps this is my this is my challenge to you pulpit pimps are you going to apologize to the way you trashed jimmy carter back in 1980 calling him a member of the trilateral commission how about how about are you going to apologize to bill clinton for all the lies you told about him and and to top it off are you going to apologize to barack obama for calling him a muslim for lying about him secret for trashing and yeah a secret and, a, a and trashing too. and yeah. trashing michelle and trashing their children be like you know what, what? Even, no and of I know, course they're not no, are you kidding like the fact is that the Christians are gonna just gonna keep spewing whatever the fuck they want to spew. And like for people like us that were watching this and we're talking here on the show, thank you for watching. Uh, for them to try to come along and say Michelle Obama was a, is a trans woman, most of us are like, and if she was, so fucking what? You know, nobody fucking cares, guys. That's the point that you guys are mistaking here is that I know a lot of people would say we're like post-modernist uh post-modern marxists or whatever the fuck you want to call us from the right right hand Ugh, god damn it but it's just like 
Nobody fucking cares what anybody else is doing in their own personal time. That's the biggest difference between politics now versus politics then, is that we don't care what somebody spends their time doing on their knees, what they're what they're inserting into other people. We honestly don't care. Yeah. For the for the lady that stepped down from the from uh, Congress this week, or from, sorry, from the House yeah, this Katie week, Katie Hill. Katie Hill. Yeah. I wouldn't have had a problem with the fact that she had a throuple going on and was dating other people and stuff like that. And even if she lied about it, I wouldn't fucking care. The problem yeah. I have with her is that she was dating staff and that mm -hmm. brings a power dynamic into it. And that's not fucking right. Right. Yeah. We care about how people are treating other people. We don't care yeah. what they're, what they're inserting into other people. We don't fucking care, Rick. We don't care, Jim. The problem is that you guys are still hung up on the minutia of what these people are doing. Instead of what they're actually saying and taking care of. Yeah, remember, Katie Hill's gone now, but Scott Desjardins is still in Congress. Mm -hmm. The same Scott Desjardins who knocked up a couple mistresses and forced them to have abortions. But hey, Jesus uh, forgave him. And then let's talk about Duncan Hunter, who can't keep Mr. Beepy in his pants either. He's right. still in Congress. See, and I'm not trying to do whataboutism with re yeah. Republicans because we're going to yeah. lose every fucking time. Every fucking yeah. time, because yeah. we actually have standards for our people instead of Republicans out there. But anyway, yeah. that's all we got for Rick Joyner on the Jim Baker show. It's just uh, just mealy mouthed old guys talking about shit that doesn't make any goddamn sense in 2019. And that's how they're going to continue to ride out the rest of their fucking days. Just making all sorts of spiritual warfare bullshit mumbo jumbo. Try to sound like it's something important when it really isn't. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I went to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free of hell. So last week we did a bit of a uh, fun with real audio that involved Paula White. And if people didn't know that that is uh, President Trump's Bible teacher. No, what the fuck is it? You know what? She she's the Bible peddler in chief at the White House, is what I should say. The spirit oh, spiritual advisor. There you go. How about that? But did you know that uh, Donald Trump and she were actually working on creating a megachurch together? A lot of people didn't know about that. So, prosperity gospel preacher Paula White, who has laid claim as President Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, if I would have read the article, I wouldn't have had to struggle against it. Has told Washington examiners, which don't trust the Washington Examiner, yeah. Paul Bedard, that the president has in the past talked about building a megachurch. Well, of course he did. Fucking mm -hmm. gross, man. Yeah. Well, you know, I Trump-branded church. I mean, it, well, why? Why not? I mean, it works for Episcopalians. You I know? mean, the the cult well, is I'll, complete at that point, right? Dear leader has his own church at that time. I mean, all he, all he really had to do was see how much money they were bringing in. Yeah, yeah. Kanye West, Conway, Kanye West gave us a good idea of that this week, where he's like, mm -hmm. "I'm Christian now." He gave me sixty-eight million dollars because God loves me. Yeah, well, if God loves him, <sighs> I mean, God must really have a big crush on Bill Gates, <laughs> right? So, according to White, Trump first brought up building an all-glass cathedral with her back in two thousand six. Of course, he did. Oh. Just like Reverend Schuler did with his Crystal Cathedral here. Yeah, I was going to say, there's one in L.A. that has that. I drove yeah, past it when I was at there yeah, last time. And, so. and it went belly up. You know, Mr. Schuler went, went bankrupt. 
And now the Catholic Church has brought a brand new cathedral. Mm-hmm. So White says that Trump had even handpicked out an architect for the project. Tiny handpicked. Although she says it never came to fruition because the timing wasn't right for her. Uh huh. You're a prosperity gospel person. Are you kidding me? Was she going through a divorce? Was she divorcing husband number two with family number one? Instead, now she's like hanging. Mm -hmm. I think the guy from Journey, Kane. I can't remember his his name, but apparently he's having his her keys diddled by the guy from Journey or something. I. I'd, Steve Perry? Not Steve Perry, no. Oh. Someday love will find you. No, until then. Never mind. Break those chains that bind you. <laughs> Got, it. Got it. Got it. Moving on. Uh, he said, and this is her quoting Trump here, let's build a crystal cathedral for God. That building's already been made, and we just discussed that. Although Trump never followed yeah, through I, I, on his plan to build this mega church, White holds out hope that he'll take action on it in the future. I, I guess, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, keep I, I, keep hoping. Yeah, I, I, let me guess. He would call it the Crystal Cathedral, but he would spell it with three Ks instead of the C. <laughs> uh, a k- 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 Crystal Cathedral. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, with a burning cross in front. Who knows what God will do, she says. Apparently, all of you Christians and pastors seem to know what God's going to do. You're the ones that will this shit into... uh, Jonathan Cain, keyboardist for Journey. There we go. And it's breaking the band, according to Anwin here. So, Neil Sean, guitarist, the guitarist for Journey, hates her. So, thank you. Thank you for live fact-checking. We have an audience that is joining us whenever we're doing this. And so, sometimes it's nice for them to be able to provide factoids like that. So, I don't have to Google it. Um, White also detailed the president's purported Christian faith, uh, which she claimed was very strong despite not speaking, quote, Christianese. Why the fuck do you Chris- guys speak a separate Chris- language? Ooh, ooh. I know. I, yeah, does definitely. Not yeah. Does not compute Will Robinson. Does not White who opened up the National Day of Prayer event at the White House in 2017, and who just landed an official job at the White House, has drawn criticism from many Christians over the years, including her businesses, in which she sells believers resurrection seeds that will grant them eternal life for the low price of just $1,144. We're the wrong business. <laughs> well, at least she doesn't charge fourteen eighty eight for those magic seeds. Give her time. Give her. Oh, time. I'm sure she's working up to fourteen eighty eight. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm saying, tax these pulpit pimps. I'm sick of them. <laughs> so tired of it. But yeah, that's that's Paula White and uh, Trump trying to build a church together. But I mean, he did have a lot of people in the White House this past week, and I'm gonna segue into this one. Uh, his evangelical Christian supporters laid hands on him and prayed for the president this week in the Roosevelt room at the white house, just days before the house of representatives voted to pass impeachment query inquiry procedures. So it didn't work. Yeah. It didn't. Hmm. It fucking worked. It's almost like none of that fucking works. So among those in attendance, hate group head, Tony Perkins of the family research council, Former GOP congresswoman and failed presidential candidate 
Michelle Bachman, Fox News contributor and anti-Muslim, anti-Catholic, and Judaism Dallas megachurch pastor Robert Jeffress, uh, focus on the Families and Research Council, uh, Dr. James Dobson, American Values President Gary Bauer, Prosperity Gospel Pastor Paula White Kane, and others. So the Christian Post reports that Dr. Jeffers told CBN that the main purpose of the Roosevelt Room getting together was for Trump to inform the religious leaders of the continuing remarkable accomplishments of this administration, especially in areas that are important to evangelicals, so playing to his base. Some of the uh, participants posted these following tweets. Tony Perkins said, glad to visit with at real Donald Trump to discuss how this administration is advancing conservative policies. It is clear to me that the impeachment is less about the president and more about his pro-life, pro-family policies. No. Uh-huh, no. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Locking up no, little kids it's called in cages. Abuse of power. That's what they're yes. going after. And, you know, wrong ways of being president here. So. Uh, Johnny Moore says, a privilege, a privilege to meet and pray with at POTUS. This week, we discussed achievements like criminal justice reform. For those little kids. Defending religious freedom, reducing abortion, combating the opioid crisis and tra- trafficking, and the end of ISIS in Baghdadi. Just because you killed the guy that was mm-hmm. one of the leaders of it doesn't mean it's gone forever. It's going to change into another group to begin with, so... Whatever. Gary Bauer says, I had the great privilege to join other faith leaders at the White House to pray with Donald Trump. No president has done more to defend religious liberty. He is a bulwark against the socialists slash left. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's empowering them yep. by making them the enemy of everybody in this country. So mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Robert Jeffers says, fucking doctor, I hate the fact they use those titles. Enjoyed visiting with at VP Pence today. That's who this meeting was really about. Pence, not fucking Trump, who gave permission to share that the untold story about the al-Baghdadi raid was an extent of POTUS's involvement in planning and executing the mission. You mean the mission that he executed while he was on the golf course that day? Yeah, the the mission that started uh, months prior to his even knowing about it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the mission that that they didn't want to tell him about. Because, because he would blab about he, it. He, yes. would, he would ruin it. Uh, America that, that. is blessed to have such a strong leader in President Donald Trump. I'm not going to read the next one. And I'm going to move on to Paula White just because we talked about her already. Honored to pray for at real Donald Trump and our nation. Also discussed the many great accomplishments under the leadership of President Trump. He continues to work tireless, tirelessly on behalf of the American people. Except he's tired all the time. Otherwise, he wouldn't be snorting fucking amphetamines. And I'm cool if that's what you want to do with your life, is you want to just Mm -hmm. be a a junkie or hooked on drugs or stuff. Cool. Go ahead and live your best life. But you don't have to do it as the president of the United States guy. So, I mean, the whole world's going to a fucking hell in a handbasket. And it's because a lot of people in this country still haven't gotten over the fact that there's no such thing as American exceptionalism. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not number one in most everything, and we definitely don't have the best leaders in this country, nor do we have the best system of government. We're making best, making do with what we, the best we can do with what we have yeah. right now, but it's not enough because every fucking scandal that this guy comes up with is some sort of new inoculation against further scandals that are coming in the future. So until the GOP actually grows the spine and realize that they're not going to be reelected, which 
at the behest of the Russians, maybe they will be reelected. I don't fucking know. But it just seems like we can't win in this country. And with this guy being the leader, it's only going to get worse. And most people are going to start getting really uh, apathetic towards the systems that we have in this country. Hopefully that will drive people more to go out there and actually fucking vote. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I know a lot of people that are not that way. And so I'm not saying get ready for more year four more years of President Trump. But unless you're actually actively working towards getting rid of him, you're not doing enough. So, I mean, we do the show here every fucking week. I think more people need to get involved mm -hmm. and start talking about this kind of stuff and getting people yeah. to rally to your causes and actually talk about this whole thing. So at the mm -hmm. very least, God damn it, go fucking vote when it's your time yeah. to. Even if yeah. it's city council this year, which I voted for, yeah. it said vote for three. I picked two. I didn't think there were three people on the, the ballot that were good enough. But guess what? I did my fucking job. It only mm -hmm. took me like an hour's worth of my day to pick figure out who's going to make a good difference in my community. Yeah. Start there. President Trump's not going to be changing things on the top level that are going to affect you in your town for the most part. Yes, there are some things that will come your way. But you need to work on getting rid of the fucking local people that are making your yeah. life a living hell. Start mm -hmm. working there. And then when we get to 2020, you're going to this is going to be old hat and you're going to be like, good. Now I can tell that asshole in the White House to go fuck off. Yeah, it's not only getting rid of him. It's getting Mitch McConnell out as the Senate majority leader and knocking him out of the Senate. Kentucky. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, it's Kentucky. They don't really know. Yeah, you guys give $100 million to the Ark Encounter, and yet you still have Mitch McConnell. Just cool, cool. All right, I'm glad with that. So get out there and do a little bit more than what you're doing now. Get active. Divine, are you a lesbian? Yes, I have done everything. Does blood turn you on? It does more than turn me on, Mr. Vader. It makes me cum. And more than the sight of it, I love the taste of it. The taste of hot, freshly killed blood. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. Oh, boy. It's uh, Answers News uh, segments that we haven't, we haven't done one of these in a while because they're long, and I don't like watching through them to find stuff that we need to talk about. And I especially don't like it when Ken is not part of it, because that means I can't use his goddamn name as one of the tags on that. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, you can. I mean, there's nothing to stop you. I mean, he's the president and CEO of Answers in Genesis, so therefore I get to use that. So anyway, this is a little segment of their show where they were talking about how Christianity is um, in the decline in the United States. It says this in is the true. United States, no, decline yeah. of Christianity continues at rapid pace. And it's just fun to me to sit here and listen to the Christians saying, but why is this happening? Why has God forsaken us? But anyway, here we go. Uh, this next one here comes from the Pew Research Center. A reputable news source yeah. here. At rapid Very. pace, an update on America's changing religious landscape. So this is a new study from the uh, very respected research group, the Pew, Pew Research Center. Oh, good. They've heard of it and they know that it's a respected news source. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's a miracle on the magnitude of the loaves and fishes there if they knew that. Uh, looking at sort of the attitudes of Americans towards religion over the last decade. So um, look, comparing the current uh, attitudes in 2019 to those in 2009, and they found that just within those 10 years, uh, they've seen, so 
Now, 65% of Americans describe themselves as Christians, as opposed to just a decade ago when that was up 12%, uh, 77% instead of just 65%. So, huh. So if it's almost like if you found a trend line, it would be in a what? A steady decline. A steady decline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From 77 to <laughs> Big drop. And at the same time, there's been a big increase in uh, those who identify as atheists, agnostics, or uh, where they say their religion is nothing in particular. That- okay, so yep. in a scale yep. of 100%, <laughs> when you take away from a group, you have to give it to a group going the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. That's That's how in these scales of hundred percents work here where if it's 45 percent saying jesus you have to have 55 percent saying no jesus or jesus light or something like that but yeah why why do they have such a fucking hard time with this stuff i don't god damn it that's gone up from 17 percent just a decade ago to 26 percent so almost like that entire 10 percent or 12 percent whatever it was went towards the nuns mm-hmm. yeah it's almost like a generational shift hmm. yeah it sure does gee i wonder why both my parents are still christian as they say even though they have throuples and they fuck whoever they want kind of thing which is kind of funny because growing up kind of queer my parents were against that whole thing and like how dare you you can't possibly be that way be like but you guys are massive fucking hypocrites as now that I'm near 40 years old. It's like, yeah, I'm a bit bitter about this, guys. I'm still fucking mad. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would suggest this decline jump. isn't just the United States. I would suggest we're seeing this in Canada and a lot of parts Everywhere. of the Western mm-hmm. world as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Across but, the West, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so they say across the West. In the segment after this one, and we're not going to go there, how Christianity is on the rise worldwide. It's like, wait, wait. These hey. two... Usual uh, things here can't exist there, guys. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. They gotta figure I mean, out a way to reformulate the product. Eh? Right. It's fascinating to see uh, this decline, but it actually makes sense. Uh, let, let me put it this way. You know, one, one of the statistics that they have in here is they go back all the way back to the time of the silent generation, you know, the people pre-World War II. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you move forward, you got the baby boomers and so forth. Mm-hmm. And Okay, boomer. You know, you start off in the 80s, and then the, the 70s percent, 60s, and now it's, it, we're, we're seeing this drop. We've been seeing a decline. Only of half that of millennials from, identify as Christians. Now, right. 49%. Yeah. And, and that's that, that's very low percentage wise. That that's a that's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's almost like people brought up under religion mm-hmm. underneath baby boomers, and Gen X people realized that, huh? My family was full of shit when it came to religion. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's also it also has a lot to do with the uh, the free access to information, right? And the rise of the religious right, which is effectively mm-hmm. turning people off because they don't want to hear Republican talking points from the pulpit. Yeah, it's it's almost like when religion hitched its wagon to right wing politics, that all of a sudden both things yeah. are being destroyed at the same time, mm-hmm. because. A, people don't like conservatism for the most part in this country, and B, most people don't like religion telling them what they're going to do or not do, so therefore, huh, it's almost like there's a generational rise of people saying, you're not going to tell me what to do and fuck your book at the same time. <laughs> God. Well, if you're going to fuck the book, at least do, do it to the dirty parts of the Bible. But Bodhi's not going to ha- be able to understand that. I mean, he's going to 
tag around Ken Ham while they're making fudge in another part of the fucking arc sometime later, but God, I really hope they make another fudge video. Please. Oh, please. Video. please. please. I want to please. laugh the entire time again. I, that was so fun. That was great. That was the greatest thing I ever saw. <laughs> I want I actually I lost count how many times I watched that fudge making video. It was so bloody stupid. There's so many more that I want to do. There's so many more videos. Like I want to go through the entire Ray Comfort versus Jesse Lee Peterson video with just me watching it. But it's like 50 minutes long, and I know that would be like a three-hour video at the point where I'd just start losing my fucking mind. Anyway. <laughs> 10 minutes in! But, you know, what started to happen as of, say, 1925? There was the Scopes trial. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't remember the Scopes trial, well, you're younger than I wasn't there in 1925. You know. <laughs> the Scopes trial? Scopes trial. <laughs> Joe, go ahead and fill everybody else in what we're talking about here. Well, it was a trial that was held in the state of Tennessee where a gentleman made the fatal mistake of teaching evolution against the law. Oh, and no. prosecuting him was one William Jennings Bryan, who had been four times, no, three times, the Democratic presidential candidate. And defending the innocent teacher was a gentleman by the name of Clarence Darrow, who was, who was like the number one defense attorney at that time. And Mr. Darrow made a career of defending the underdog in a series of famous cases, such as the Scopes Monkey Trial, uh, the, the Leopold Loeb case, the Miners case, the Danbury Hatters case. There were a bunch of them, but he was always a fighter for the underdog. And he didn't get involved with Piltdown Man, did he? Where no, the... no, he, no, no, <laughs> no. But, the, but what happened was the um, jury found that the um, gentleman was found guilty and the poor teacher was just simply fined $100. Uh, William Jennings Bryan, who prosecuted the case, uh, sort of went, back, went past the earth cloud and completely blew his mind and he died shortly thereafter. <laughs> so yeah scopes trial is where we're yeah. going back to 1925 yeah 1925 almost a hundred fucking years ago that's where they're yeah. going back to yeah got it all right cool but <laughs> the, the scopes trial was a significant event it was basically evolution was on trial evolution and creation mm -hmm. was and the creationists won the trial but what it did is it gave evolution a platform to be in state schools from that moment forward and that's yeah. what we saw we saw it didn't you guys, aren't these the same people that are like, teach the conspiracy? Aren't they always saying, like, yeah. like let, let's teach both sides of everything? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Right. Mm. But, but it's also, it's also interesting to hear them wildly misinterpret that trial <laughs> and yeah. that verdict. Yeah. The other thing was that the, in a significant number of states, evolution had been taught, especially in the Northeast and the West. Right. Well, and that one pretty much came down to, well, yeah. it is technically against the law to mm -hmm. teach it. Yeah. And that was, that was it. Yeah. Kind of wonder how it lost the war kind of idea. Drilled from that point forward. And I mean, today, mm -hmm. I mean, evolution is in every type of textbook, it seems like, mm -hmm. whether it's history, whether it's, uh, it's completely uh, pervades the entire world. It, yeah, it's all over. It's almost like it's single-handedly one of the most important fucking scientific discoveries we ever found out in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In but this it, but world, it's I should say. 
but it is most definitely not in every not type in, of textbook. Oh no, <laughs> I it's mean, not, it's not in the Christian text, Christian school textbook. Well, no, I mean, I mean evolution it, has fuck all to do with algebra. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's going to be in history textbooks because it is a, uh, <laughs> it was kind of a major historical event. Except those that textbooks that come from Texas, you know. That's yeah, probably. but those don't really count, do they? Uh, no, they, they tend to count. For the, they they tend to account for the entire fucking rest of the country. When right, uh, it's gross. Oh, I fucking hate it sometimes. The media. And so, if you think about that, for generations now, we've had whole kids taught for sixteen thousand hours in state schools this evolutionary worldview, and we wonder why the church mm -hmm. is declining and that's gaining. Mm -hmm. Listen, 16,000 hours. 16,000 hours. I can tell you, when I was in eighth grade algebra, those classes, I thought, went 16,000 hours. Right. Yeah. And I can tell you how much of that encompasses uh, evolution. It's not a whole lot. Not very much in my upbringing. Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it, interesting as you're reading through this and you're seeing uh, the idea of, of this whole uh, religion of nothing in particular yeah. that people describe. And it's that's not nihilism, if that's where they're going with this one. I really hope that's not where they're going. <laughs> we believe in nothing, Lebowski. <laughs> My girlfriend <laughs> cut off her toe. <laughs> really just was like this buffet idea where yeah. people pick... Oh, I like this part of Christianity. Right. I like this part of Buddhism, and I kind of like this New Age stuff. And oh, so you mean every just about every religious person I've ever met? Ooh, the cafeteria right. Catholics, the Jack Mormons, the buffet Christians that we have out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of yeah. those because or the Chinese restaurant who take one from column A, one from column B. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that ABC Chinese food. It's good. Oh stuff. man, you you ain't kidding. <laughs> and astrology kind of interesting. Say what now? I told you about my my mm. love of roast pork, roast pork fried rice, especially when I was in college. Oh man, twice twice cooked pork is one of my favorite fucking barbecue pork. Oh my, oh, so charshu, mm, love it. Me and and it's just this catered to you kind of religion where in it, it really catered to you kind of religion. That that's not <laughs> that that's not. <laughs> yes, yes, catering, huh? Yeah. Uh. It's almost like every version of Christianity caters to the person that likes that version of it. Yeah. So are they catering the, <laughs> like the wine and the wafer or is it the grape juice, a little cook? Mine was the like it was a little tiny cracker. It was like this little tiny shitty little stale cracker that had like no leavening and stuff. And it was it was tiny. And they then they gave us like grape, like Welch's grape juice is what it tasted like. It wasn't actually wine. I used to be so reverent about it. Now I look back at it, I'm like, that's fucking silly. That's fucking silly. And Kyle, mm -hmm. you had water and Wonder Bread. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that that was pretty much it. Uh yeah. And torn by the deacons that were like nine or ten, or maybe right. a little bit older than that. Where Right. And it was it was always it was always a a huge, a huge thing. Uh <laughs> whenever anybody decided to now, th this week I'm going to donate, you know, like like whole wheat bread. Nope, no, they wouldn't possibly. do it. Can't possibly. They wouldn't do it. Whole grain. No, this you mean happening. they wouldn't even accept matzah? I'm surprised. Oh no! Uh, anything? Are you kidding? Unleavened. Are you kidding me? No, <laughs> that would be that would be like you know? that would be like fancy. Oh, no, no. Nope. Soup though. Mm. 
Nope. It's got to be it's got to be white bread and whole bottle of Manischewitz. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't had yeah. a good Manischewitz in a long time. That yeah, should be will. one of the things we have at the get together. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's really what it is. Yeah, well, and what? it ties into our postmodern yeah. thinking of yeah. nothing's really true. It's just true for me. me. And so all these yeah. different things are just right. true for me. And so I get my own religion that makes that fits how I view the world and how I want things yeah. to work. As a, I mean, well, I mean, there, isn't that really is, how it all works? There is an objective yeah. reality to a lot of things that we have out there. I mean, there's a lot of laws of physics, math and science that you can't get around. However, the importance we place on certain parts that are postmodernist, where it really doesn't fucking matter. Gender doesn't fucking matter to most people, or it shouldn't matter to most people. Mm -hmm. Sexuality shouldn't matter to most people. Religion shouldn't matter to most people. Whether or not you're a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan really shouldn't fucking matter. But people tend to keep putting weight on this kind of thing. Goddamn. As opposed to looking to the truth. Yeah, of God's when people word, argue that, that they're not part of a religion, they're non-religious, or they're part of the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, that's actually yeah. the religion of humanism because mm -hmm. they've already elevated their own thoughts to mm -hmm. supersede God's mm -hmm. and to yes. reject God's word. Yeah. So that actually is religious. Well, oh, here we okay, go. With the sure. Okay, sure. Okay, no, no. I mean, I can go along. I can go along with that. Sure. I, I kind of agree with that because we're trying to say that treating your fellow human being equally and nicely is better than God treats other people. I mean, I I'm kind of with that. Mm -hmm. So when, when we see all these people walking around saying, well, I'm not religious. Well, you actually are. <laughs> you just don't realize what religion you are. Yes. Oh, so you're, sh you're shitting on other people that don't have a religion saying that they do have a religion. How does that make your religion stronger there, Bodhi? I mean, I, I love hearing from like people like Ken Ham where they're like, ah, well, atheism is just a religion. And it's like, but that dilutes the fact that you have a religion and it makes you guys look bad because you also have this. I don't I don't get their argument. And you know what? I'm I'm not going to listen to Bodhi talk anymore because I'm sick of his shit. And frankly, we're at that part where we need to hit the stop button. And so that's what I'm <laughs> going to do. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, you got any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it again for us this week. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, listening to the episode and becoming fans of the show. So thank you, everybody that uh, sat through this whole thing and decided that you might want some more next week. I do have some bad news, though. Uh, next week's episode, we're not going to have one. Uh, I am actually going to be taking my first honest to goodness week away from doing Utah Outcasts in the four something years that I've been doing this. Uh, some of you guys may remember that I had a, a couple of episodes where they came a little bit later or, you know, there was a, some solo stuff that I had to do just to make sure an episode got out. 
But I've got a uh, little bit of a road trip I'm going to have this upcoming weekend, and I honestly don't want to have to worry about, you know, missing out on the show Saturday, getting everybody rounded up for it, doing all the stuff that we normally have to do to get this episode and the show out to everybody. And my wife had to look at me and she's like, are you crazy? You're going to miss an episode? And I'm like, maybe it's crazy enough to work. I need a... A couple of days where I don't need to think about uploading to YouTube. I need to think, I need to have a, just a little bit of a clarity when it comes to, you know, uh, I'm just trying to make excuses for the fact that I just don't want to work my fucking ass off for the week leading up to us going on this trip. I mean, the next week I probably could have some YouTube stuff out there for everybody, but as far as a full-fledged show is there with Kyle and Felicia and everybody else, it's just not, it's not tangible for me to get that taken care of the next weekend because i'm not going to be taking any like computer stuff with me on this trip i'm not even going to take cameras and stuff i'm going to take my phone and my ipad and that's about it i'm not going to be doing hardly much of anything at all so apologies to everybody that would is hoping for an episode next week you're unfortunately going to have to take a week off may i suggest you go listen to any of the other thousands of other podcasts that are potentially better than ours uh, i'm not going to give you any specifically but you know what the left at the valley is a good show um brainstorm's pretty good those guys are getting back into doing things there's places you can go to find content that if you're missing out i mean shit just go to cognitive dissonance if you really want to hear what most of our content would sound like minus rich guffawing that those guys have anyway so let's go ahead and get into the business side of things. I do need to read the list of the patrons out there that keep this show going. This is my contract that I've made to all the listeners out there. And as I'm recording this, you guys wouldn't believe it, but I'm actually staring into the camera like I normally do when I'm recording the video stuff on here. So I've just realized I'm looking into a camera that's not actually doing anything. God damn it. I'm fucking hardwired into doing this. You see why I need a week off? I need to like not think about it for a little while. So anyway. Let's uh, finish up thanking our October patrons that we had out there. Even though it's now November, we had Accounts Clerk, Daisies, Matthew Maddox, and Phyllis Smith. Thank you all for joining the, the, the $1 level. I appreciate it. It's great. You're going to get tons of content out there. There's a lot of people that have the $1 level, and they're like, hey, thanks for giving me a buck. No, you don't. You get free stuff as well. So we, we do hook up every single patron out there. You don't get everything, but you get enough. Uh, and then moving on, we're going to go into the ones that get their name read every episode. We have Amber Mulvaney, Becky Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat, Christopher Ward, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake Chaos, Hopswatch, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Michael Murphy, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Stacey Startzel, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Tim, uh, Tim McDonald, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, and here's the people that are paying for the additional audio content that I've been really lazy about putting out there. Sorry, everybody. I, I'm good when I come back, both feet on the ground, running straight for that, you know, 100,000 subscriber goal. We're going to work on that. Andres Kabinsky, Ben Roberts, Bob Simpson, Econ, Gary Gervin, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Susan Schindler Lurito and Trickster. And then we have all the people that are at the uncut level. We have Aaron Painter, Andrew Medina, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Evans Murphy, Freethinker215, and Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> I'm in danger. Support the National Abortion Federation. That's even more with that with that national abortion thing. It's like maybe Ralph got poked by a coat hanger. 
Oh, that just makes his character even more sad. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make things serious. Gary Bond. Nope. Gary Smith and Ian Bond. Sorry, I just transposed names there. Karen Sheaths, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Farmentum, Nay Mr. Bible Pants, Michael Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Rich Auntie Skeleton, Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, and Ugly German Truths. And then we have the people that get to see all the show notes and give us all kinds of hints and what they want us to talk about and make jokes themselves. We have Arduin. Angelica Pearson, Brooke Breitenbach, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Joshua Abadie, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Sash, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, and Will Nash. And then our guest host here, as we had tonight with uh, with Joe joining us this week, we have Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Joseph Bacon, Matthew James, Michael Lord, and Jazza G. Thank you all so very fucking much for the continued support uh i'm trying to save up for the next upgrade to the computer for the utah outcast studio so it is coming and it's going to be fucking awesome i do appreciate all the support and love that you give us and continue to give us for making the show i only wish i could express how much i do appreciate it but before we wrap this up i do have to remind folks that no episode next week i just got to say it again and if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, you could do it in so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there, or just leave us a review on whatever service you use to catch us. You can always shoot us an email or a text because we're always happy to hear from you. But with that, it is time for me to bring episode number 271 to a close, and I'm going to wish everybody a happy week. Happy Veterans Day to all the people that served. That That's why I'm going out of town, is because it's going to be that holiday. Your welcome. Oh, and before I completely close it out, everybody, uh, no comments from trolls this week. Uh, we didn't have enough mean people leaving us mean fucking spirited comments. So anyway, catch you next week. This is X and I love you guys and gals and everybody. I love all of you. How about that? I love y'all. I need to bring in y'all more. I just feel like a fucking country bumpkin sometimes when I use that. Love y'all. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, price and coverage match limited by state law.